The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. This is Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Live from Twin Peaks and Warrenville, this is the Waddle and Sylvie show. Watch us on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app, or keep listening on the ESPN Chicago app in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM or on AM 1000. I'm willing to to get a little drunk on the Kool-Aid here. I'm not telling you they're going to win 9-10 games, go on some crazy streak, and make the playoffs, but can we hope for 7 or 8 and you look capable and there's something we can build on we went through the schedule last segment it's not super difficult dude i look at the schedule man there's a lot of wins left here like i think you can beat minnesota vegas josh mcdaniels he's gonna hand you the game i mean that guy's a moron (laughs) the only team that's gonna beat you if you're playing like they did against the commanders is the bills right now because the bills are averaging 41 points over the last three games but what are you talking about what Let's call this uh, courtroom into session. Tyler isn't aware that we're going to do this, but we're going to do this. We need uh, jurors. Let's line up the phone lines at 312-332-3776. It is time to try our producer, Tyler Aki, on one felony count of being a Bears homer. If found guilty, Tyler will have to stand outside the Old National Bank studio for an hour in a Homer Simpson mask during Halloween and hold up a sign that says, I am a Bears homer. Against his will, of course. I'm being tied down and everything, too. (laughs) Tyler, how do you we may plead? drug you as well. How do you plead? Do you plead innocent or not guilty? Okay, explain. Or innocent okay. or let me, let me I guess innocent. Well, what would it be? Innocent or guilty? Yeah, do what plead you say. Not guilty. It's guilty or, or not guilty. Not guilty or not guilty. Or not guilty. So <laughs> you suck as a you lawyer. This is why. This is why. First year law school. Yeah. This is why all my gra- grandparents kept saying, "Mark, you need to be a lawyer," and I'm like, you know what? Don't don't think I could do it. Not in the cards. I don't think I got the grades. Not in the cards. <laughs> that was a sarcastic passerby comment oh, that I made. I, so add some context okay. to it, because so it sounds the like day that before, you're beaming. The day before, Didn't when we were when we when Shay and I were planning out the show, we go up to Danny and we say, Danny, we're going to do drugs on the show tomorrow. We are going to shoot up heroin. We are going to. Did you really have this meeting? Yeah, we yeah. did. Um, but no, it was a shoot up. We're shooting heroin. Yeah. Did you tweet that out that we're shooting up heroin today, guys? I'm giving you my 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 craziest Bears take. No, we we did not tweet that out. So why did no, you choose the Bills? Is there evidence to 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 support this? Danny can attest. Danny can attest that we. You're had the calling meeting. to the stand one, Danny Zetterman. I, yes. 
I will call the stand, okay. Danny Zetterman. All right, someone get Danny Zetterman. Charlie, can you get Danny Zetterman on the stand, please? It was a sarcastic passerby comment that, uh, and then later on in the, in the segment, it may have even been in that segment too, I said they're a six-win team. So you're saying we cherry picked I'm, that I'm so soundbite? Because I got the tweets on uh, what was that Monday morning? I think it was. I got the tweets that Monday morning, and I was like, "What are they even talking? Like, what? What I, could I, possibly be brought yeah, back?" We we were told too that when we reached out to you Monday afternoon that you said you don't even remember saying that. I don't like that. That's where like. If I really thought that the Bears, that the only team right now that could beat the Bears is the Bills, don't you think that would be something that would stick in my mind? But we I don't know. Were you drunk? Did you hit your head? All right, gentlemen. Uh, we'd like to call one Danny Zetterman to the witness stand. Okay. He's available for your needs. Would you like to um, cross-examine Danny Zetterman? just want to know, is he going to send me another Bigfoot tape? <laughs> Mr. Zetterman, uh... Tyler Aki claims that you knew full well that he was doing a sarcastic segment. Do you agree or disagree with his claim that you knew that this was a sarcastic Bears segment? Uh, I did not. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Thank you for having me on. Long just time answer the just call. answer the question. Um, okay, he did. So part of what he said is factual. When we were meeting about what they were going to do on the show, Jay and Tyler did say we're going to do drugs on the air tomorrow. And I said, you absolutely are not going to do drugs on the air tomorrow. That's not and true. Start, you said that sounds they, like a great idea. No, that is not true. I'll do the cross-examining. What's it called when someone lies on the stand? This Perjury. Perjury. Yeah. Perjury. He's lying right now. No, I said you are absolutely not doing drugs on the air. I don't even know what that means. And then they did you think he was being literal? Yeah, I did. Well, he was with Shay. Of course, I thought they were being literal. How many names Um, did Shay call you before you guys (laughs) actually were done with the meeting? He was just yelling at me. I couldn't understand the names because he was yelling so loud. Um, But he—they did say then that they were going to do Barrowin. That was uttered that they were going to do Barrowin. However, they didn't explain what that meant, nor did Tyler say at any point, I'm going to be overly sarcastic and have the worst hottest take until cap and hoodie this morning. I will say this, though. The fact that Danny admits that Tyler did say, I'm going to be taking Barrowin, kind of Mm. leads to the conclusion that they were going to amp this thing up and they were going to have a little sarcastic fun with it. Okay. Mr. Zetterman, thank you for your input. Always a pleasure, boys. There's Danny Zetterman. You get $5 for, Let, let's, uh, for the sake of uh, hearing it one more time for our jurors, let's uh, roll the tape one more time. I'm willing to, to get a little drunk on the Kool-Aid here. I'm not telling you they're going to win 9-10 games, go on some crazy streak, and make the playoffs. But can we hope for 7 or 8 and you look capable and there's something we can build on? We went through the schedule at last segment. It's not super difficult. Dude, I look at the schedule, man. There's a lot of wins left here. Like, I think you can beat Minnesota. Vegas, Josh McDaniels, he's going to hand you the game. I mean, that guy's a moron. (laughs) The only team that's going to beat you if you're playing like they did against the Commanders is the Bills right now because the Bills are averaging 41 points over the last three games. But, uh, I mean, the way that this team... You're putting 40 on the Bills. Now, here's what I'll I'll, I'll tell uh, the members of the jury. I do believe 
Tyler Aki telling everyone that they were and their intention was to do barrel in and do, to have some fun. But I do believe that the segment got real and got truthful. And I do believe the clip that you heard is when they were breaking down real Bears football. And I believe, members of the jury, that Shay was giving you his real take. And that's when Tyler decided to go real with you and telling you that he believes the way the Bears are playing, only the Buffalo Bills could beat them. So while the intent was maybe there at the start, this then got them rolling into believing that the Bears could win six or seven games. And then Tyler started to believe what the actual truth is. And you got you got stuck in the moment. May I present another piece of evidence? Shh. Waddle, are we accepting any more Absolutely. evidence? Absolutely. The night before, when I was filling in with Chris Black, they do five up and five down, okay? So the five best teams in the NFL, the five worst teams in the NFL. I had ranked the Bears as the 30th team in the NFL. You also told me earlier today you think they're going to lose to the Vikings. I did. Yeah. But are you? Whose side are you on here? Uh, no, nobody's side. L- listen, I'm supposed to be impartial. That's how our legal system works. Innocent until proven guilty. Are you sure? Yes. Oh, okay. So it's supposed to be. <laughs> so I, like, I don't Sil- think they're going to be the Vikings. In courtroom, you're week. either innocent or not guilty. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like he's going to skate then. That's why I majored in radio television. What was that one more time, Tyler? So this is the now that I'm here in this this kangaroo court here. I I I don't think that they're a good team right now. I I was. That's what you're saying now. The comment was made in jest. It was a sarcastic passerby comment that, quite frankly, I barely even remember making. That's what. That's what I think. Here's what I believe happened. I believe. That you get so sucked into the world of, you, you start talking in the beginning of the day, college football. And Shay starts yelling. And he gets you all dizzy. And he starts yelling at Michigan State fans about Urban Meyer. And you get so dizzy. And by the time the show then goes into Peggy and Dion, you, you really don't know which way is up and which way is down. And you may have said some things that you don't truly believe in the grand scheme of things, but you did believe them at the time that you said them. So maybe the intent wasn't there, but I do believe you are guilty for saying them and believing them at the time. So I present the, the men and women of this court. I still believe that he should be found guilty. Of this at this time, you just want to see somebody wearing a Homer Simpson mask out in front of the the, the studio for an hour. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So you're basically trying to rig rig the outcome. So, here. so I think we go to the jury now, and uh, unlike the way, Mom, what do you think? Though, unlike the way the jury system works in the United States, we do not need a unanimous vote. Because then it will be hung uh, forever. Yeah, well, you know what? Then you definitely are running a kangaroo court. So. Yes, we are. We are just looking for majority, so we will go through 11. That's, okay? And that's Captain Kangaroo to you, Waddle. That's true. It was my favorite show when I was a kid. <laughs> the silly, right? We have the silly little hat on right now. 
I'm always wearing a silly little hat. So 312-332-3776 if you would like to be a member of the juror. How do you find one Tyler Aki? Do you find him being sarcastic? And do you find him just playing into the bit of being taking barrel in? And do you find him not guilty and just having a little fun? Or do you find him guilty of getting caught in the segment, getting caught drinking some Kool-Aid, even though the intent wasn't there, that indeed he did get all revved up into thinking that the Bears are better than they Might are. have overdosed. Yes. Do I have a vote? No. How would you I, I would vote not guilty. Okay. Thank I you, would Bottle. vote not guilty. Bottle would it vote. It doesn't make any sense. Like... Well, sometimes crimes yeah, I, don't make sense. Make any, and the fact that I heard the tail end of that piece of evidence where when you said the only team that would beat this the, this Bears team if they play the way they did on, on Thursday is the Bills because the Bills are averaging more than 41 points per game the last three weeks, which is in excess of the 40 that the Bears put up on Thursday, hence the reason why you said the Bills. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I listen. I don't want the guy to spend any time in jail that he doesn't. He's, he's he shouldn't be spending in jail. Can I present though? I think this is where things are blurred a bit. Yes. If you're taking Barrow in, I think you'd be on an absolute high and right. You'd be trying to sell us more what what you got a bad Tyler batch. was trying to sell us. But then Shay's presenting it as really serious. He's saying I can find seven to eight wins on the schedule. I don't think you need to be taking Barrow in after no, the last two performances. No. And so that's where things are with lost Barrow in translation. We're right, Meller. With Barrow in, you're you're selling us eleven more wins. Right? Yes. All right. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Our buddy Matt and Streamwood. You are the first juror, Matt. Matt, what is your vote? You get railroaded, Tyler. <laughs> Sorry, Tyler, I feel you're guilty on that one. I don't think you've really looked at that schedule. I, I really don't think they could beat Detroit twice. I really don't think that they can beat uh, New Orleans right now. Uh, I just don't think that. Sorry, Tyler, you're my man, but not this one. So you find Matt and Streamwood finds Tyler guilty. Uh, Jeff in West Chicago. Jeff, is he guilty or not guilty? Well, anyone who thinks that the only team that could beat the Bears is the Bills, has got to be high on Barrowin, so not guilty. Okay. Then not we are, guilty. We're even. One apiece. Well, then you're free. Mike and Joliet. Or we do this all over again. No, I'm t- <laughs> we're going out of 11. We're going uh, whoever gets six votes first. Best Mike of 11. And, <laughs> best of 11. First Where are six. we? What country are we in at this point? Mike and Joliet. Guilty or not uh, guilty? Uh, <laughs> We got to say guilty. I mean, drugs are bad, right? So oh, no matter what, if you're taking drugs, you got to be guilty. But whether it's heroin or uh, the bit, you're going guilty. I like it. Two to one. Are you getting nervous? Sweating a little bit. What do you have to do if you're found guilty? Stay, the... He has to go on Halloween. He has to be outside the uh, old National Bank studio in a Homer Simpson mask holding a sign saying, I am a Bears homer. It's you know what it could be worse. You could be wearing a flesh-colored bodysuit, walking around the entire city, and somebody could be ringing a bell, screaming shame. I mean, it could be worse. Matt, that's could true. be worse. That, that, but that prompted Cap to lose a bunch of weight. That's true. So it was good in the long run. Yeah. 
Uh, Matt in Buffalo Grove, guilty or not guilty? I am going not guilty. I think Tyler just got so excited he misspoke, saying that the only team he could not see the Bears beating would be the Bills because they are very good. That's what he did say. No, I think he meant to say the only team that the Bears absolutely cannot beat are the Bills. I don't think he was ensuing that they could beat every other team on the roster. On okay, the schedule. all right. All right. Now, so 2-2, two, a two, uh, and Palos. Know, I don't know if Matt made sense, Sylvie. I think you should strike that I don't think any of this makes sense, Meller. Don't you get after Matt. This is one Waddle once back. Tory and Palos here on ESPN 1000. What's up, Tory? Hey, I think uh, I think Tyler believed that the Bears were going to go undefeated, and for that, I say he's not guilty by reason of insanity. Oh, okay. We have one insane. Looks like you may All be right. you may yeah. be cut. You got a you medical may be pass cut free. There. You have three Shoot. not guilties, two guilties. You're on your way to freedom, Robin Burridge. Rob. Yep, I say not guilty. Um, oh, I think he was, yeah. All right, Robbie. But I wanted to say that, like, since you're doing the courtroom thing, you got to listen to the words. I'll say, he said, I mean, and I'm, I'm like a pessimistic, you know, Bears fan, and I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid, but I'm just saying, if someone says, if they play like they played against Washington, okay, all cylinders running, 40 points, four touchdowns, no interceptions, DJ Moore, three touchdowns, the defense was locked in, they all cylinders were going right, they ran well. My point is, as you go through the, the you go through the rest of their schedule, that's actually a reasonable, reasonable statement that they might only lose the game if they played exactly like they played against Washington. This is that's all I'm saying. Why say not? Cut him off. Cut him off. You're out of order. Contempt of court. Yeah, you're out of order. Locking you up, Billy and Berwin. Is he guilty or not guilty, Billy? Not guilty. All right, Billy. He he told Danny Zetterman that he was going to have some of that illicit substance. And I think Shea may have laced it with something stronger. We don't know. <laughs> By the way, I think the real the, the, the real trial should be about uh, Shea, the angry name caller. <laughs> we should actually the put best, it. The best, Tyler, and all you need is one more vote to find freedom. The best is that we've got this graphic going for Shea. Trivia contest? We're going out oh, yeah. for trivia. He's, in, he's wearing, his, he's wearing his, his confirmation suit. Oh, my God, with his, his suit and tie. With his nice smile on his face like he's this proper guy. And next thing you know, he takes his tie off and he's screaming at everyone. He's the calling angry, everybody the, names. The Looks the like he's going to refinance a home. Yeah, exactly. He's the angriest guy in the world. Redo your mortgage, you idiot. Mass hat. <laughs> Mark in Lincoln Park, is he guilty or not guilty? What's up, man? Uh, well, having had some fine Tyler and Chase some adult beverages at your Cody's event, I learned just how serious Tyler is and, and Chase's real personality. Tyler doesn't joke around. He's so focused. He's totally guilty. He got caught up in the moment. Ooh, I like it. Guilty. I always have liked you, Mark. It's good. You're a pilot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. right over. Mark the pilot. So, See, this, this is <laughs> happening in a perfect man. spot. This is a perfect spot for it's Chicago. It's, so it's five this to trial three. Happening in Chicago is five to three. Susan in Lockport, guilty or not guilty? Oh, he's guilty. He needs wow. to go to rehab. He's wow. been drinking so much of the alcohol and too much heroin. He's got to go to rehab. Do you know Susan or something? I don't know Susan. Uh, that was an accusation and a half. Maybe there. she can be your sponsor. It, it's it's five to four right now. Uh, five uh, not guilties, four guilties. 
Uh, Carmen in Riverside. Guilty or not guilty? Falco. Not guilty by You are a free man. I'm a free man. There you go. Feels great. And so is the rest of the listeners. This, this bit has mercifully come to an I, end. I think next on the uh, next on the stand here, or next next on trial is Shay. It put Shay on. He's trial. definitely guilty yeah. of everything. He's guilty of everything. Guilty of, of renting that suit he's wearing in that promotion. <laughs> I'm guilty. I love Shay. Uh, all right. Coming up next, we'll talk to uh, Michael Wilbon. Lot to discuss with Will Bond. We we never talked to him and uh, about Butkus. Um, remember, oh, that's we, right. We didn't we, catch we, up. We with missed it. him on Friday. Yeah. Um, uh, and then uh, Bedard. I know he is a huge Blackhawks fan. Yes, he is. And, and of course, that game was on ESPN. Is he buying now? What the Bears are selling? Did he end up tuning in to the game? We'll talk to Will Bond. Eddie Oldcheck will join us in an hour. We are live at Twin Peaks in Warrenville. Come out and see us. Two eighty two fifty two Deal Road in Warrenville. Great duos in history. And by history, we mean today. Ice cold beer and food. Waddle and Sylvie. And Twin Peaks. Welcome back to the show live from Twin Peaks, Warrenville. On ESPN Chicago. A couple things I want to go over. First of all... Uh, Tom Ricketts emailed Cubs fans. I want to read you some of that in a bit. Michael Wilbon scheduled to join us here. One hour from now, we'll talk to Eddie Olchek, who's got tonight's Hawks yes. game on TNT. Can't remember the last time I walked, watched back-to-back Hawks games. Especially on national TV. When's the last right, time? Just in general. <laughs> Did you guys catch the, uh, the Connor Bedard stat from last night? Which he, one? Well, yeah, that's a good point. Daddy had that more than five shots, and I turned 20 bucks into 105. Yeah, I saw that. The youngest player to record an assist for the Blackhawks since? Uh, Patrick Kane? No, he's younger than Patrick Kane. Um, or Bedard is younger than Patrick Kane. Who's the right. little guy that traded away? Dabrinkit? It is not Alex Dabrinkit. It is Dennis Savard. Eddie Olchek back in 1980. Oh. You know what? We shouldn't. This is like our hockey brains aren't functioning today. That should have been easy. You just said Eddie's going to join us at 530. Right. And the two of us looked at each other. The timing. Like a couple of morons. Moron. By the way, I told you something which I think is a very cool factoid in the world of sports. Do you realize it was 31 years ago today that Deion Sanders played in an NFL game and then a Major League Baseball game all in the same day? How cool is that? Didn't they do the 30 for 30 mostly around that day? I think so. It, it, it was like a, he came in on a helicopter or something like that, didn't Yes, he? it was incredible. I he, love Dion. I, like, I got to say, like, and I brought it up at the time like when he started um, getting all the notoriety after that first win this year. I really believe that there aren't many more interesting people than Deion Sanders when you go totality of career. When you put it all into the calculator, when you go dynamic player, like Hall of Fame player, cut off one side of the field, the way he did it with um, flair, right? Was, Was he the first swag guy, would you say, 
like the real first guy. I mean, I know there were guys who did it with with Flair well before him, but the real first guy who started getting the notoriety for doing it with Flair with the what about Muhammad Ali? Yeah, I, right, exactly. Like Muhammad Ali came up with as one of the most interesting guys too. But yes, and and and, and all the, the the way he talked and the way he would talk smack and what Muhammad Ali stood for. Um, and everything like that. He, he certainly, I think it would be, he'd be up there. Um, if not, if, if Muhammad Ali's not number one. But like, like when you look at all the different chapters of Deion Sanders' career, from player to broadcaster to now this new chapter of coach and the way he's could be one of the top stories in all of college football. Incredible, right? Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I want so I want to talk some baseball in a little bit too. Uh, let's bring in Michael Wilbon, who joins us right now on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. He's brought to you by Waddle's guys over at Hawk. HawkAuto.com, Ford, Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Subaru, Cadillac, Mazda, and VW, all in one place. HawkAuto.com, where Chicagoland saves big. Were you uh, super excited to watch Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks win last night? I was. I was. I, I watched. Um... Uh, I, I guess about two periods full. Um, I had to check in. I was watching baseball, and I, I wasn't going to do a multiple screen night on a basic week night. And I was like, wait a minute, what, what do I have this set up for if I'm not going to use it? So I watched third period particularly, and the empty net goal was 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 great and a relief. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to watch tonight. I think it's, are they playing against the Bruins tonight? Are they going back to yes. start yes. the season? Yes, so TNT three, tonight. Three baseball games, uh, Blackhawks and uh, WNBA. So it's a it's a full TV night. Mike, let me ask you a question. Like we were talking about generational guys and whether or not the the phrase or the term is used too much. And I'm trying to go back a few months ago when M- uh, when Wembenyama was was coming into the NBA draft. Was he thought of, in your opinion, at the same level that Bedard has been thought of as he begins his NHL career as well? Higher, higher. Okay, higher. so I mean, when, when Banyama, um, I, you know, Tommy, I wonder if some of it is overstated. Um, and I'm look, I'm I'm curious. Uh, you know, obviously, I have a different kind of curiosity about Bedard being a Chicagoan, but when Banyama, I mean. There's, I mean, when you watched him in Europe, when we got the Eiffel, he was playing in Europe at 16 and 17. You knew that this sort of, you know, hubbub was going to take place. Um, and so now we get, you know, we get to see it, you know, sort of a little more up close and personal. And Bedard, I, I just worried that, you know, Bedard has something to be compared to. Bedard comes in. And you've got this comp. You've got Patrick Kane as a comp. And I don't know that you can live up to that. I mean, do you get three championships? Do you get to – and by the way, the first one was like, look at Kane. Like, Kane and Tate were like 22 years old. They were unbelievably young when they started that run, and they probably should have had one more if not for a fluky loss in a Western Conference final. So, I man, I mean, I think Bedard is harder locally. Uh, Wimbanyama's is an international – Crazy. It really is. Isn't it amazing still when, and I know we've seen it with with basketball players. Sometimes, though, it's like when you see LeBron come in and he's so big, you know, he, he almost fits more at 18. 
um, uh, or Derek was baby-faced. But when you just see a kid who looks like he could be the neighborhood kid who is just fitting in with Ben and he's playing as well, it, it's pretty unbelievable, isn't it? It looks like he'd be my paper boy. I mean, it's like, what? What? This, look at him. He looks so slight. Every time he touched the puck, I thought he was going to get killed. Um, and he doesn't. I mean, he, the speed, the balance. I mean, you know, he's look, he's clearly got physical attributes that make him what he is or what, you know, hope we hope, what, what people expect him to be. But, but, but you know, Wimbanyama's got some of the same challenges. I mean, he's so slight. My God, he's so frail-looking that I think people are going to break him. And so I'm interested, you know, these guys are 18 years old, and like LeBron, we could be seeing and celebrating them for the next 20 years. I mean, each one of them got a shot at playing that long. It is crazy. And to think, listen, there's a lot of football left to be played. But at the collegiate level, Caleb Williams, he's older. He's not an 18-year-old. But he's right. being talked about as a generational type of quarterback as well by a lot of people inside the industry. To have three guys in three separate sports to be spoken about in this, this manner, I think, is really t- it speaks to the, maybe we're in the, the great moment of young players, or at least this year. For the, for, you know. Well, we were so used to seeing it in tennis and gymnastics. Yeah, we don't true. often see it in golf, but we got a younger set across the board. Soccer, international soccer. I'm drawing a blank on somebody who plays in Europe and Matthew comes in raging, raving about every day. And and when and I mean, Mbappe's like an old man now, right? At 23 or 24. Um, so you have it is it's an interesting time where you have these phenoms across the board in seemingly everything. Um, and so yeah, I, I it's it's I can't wait to see Wimbanyama. We were going to start our season in person in San Antonio. We're going to wind up starting. With a better game, actually, the Celtics and Knicks the first night on ESPN. But yeah, I'm excited to see Wimbanyama in person. I haven't seen him in person yet. Um, and Bedard, I want to see what, you know, how good can he make them? How far are we talking? Like the rest of the team, how, how long is it going to take? Are we talking about some Fernando Valenzuela like situation where, you know, he's the centerpiece of something that's great right away? That, that's so much harder. It's so much easier in the individual sports where you just you just you know doing you, and that's good enough to yeah. be Tiger Woods and take you not only to the top of you know the curiosity levels and social media, but the actual sport. That's really hard to do in team sports, and so I, I again I watch Bedard and Wimbanyama almost cannot do it. I mean, there's no chance. I don't see any chance the Spurs can make the playoffs. None. I just don't see it. The Western Conference is too good. I don't know the Blackhawks who won about, what, 26 games last? They had to finish last, obviously. Right. I don't know if the Blackhawks have enough and what they acquired along with him can make any dent uh, in the NHL season. Yeah, you know, Boyle told us, Pat Boyle, who does pre and post on television, NBC Sports Chicago, told us they're a year or two away, a okay, year away from maybe the wild card, and then maybe uh, two or three uh, from being a true contender, so... Uh, but we will see. Like he'll bring us in the door. That's for sure. I want to ask you about the Bears. A, a week ago at this time, you were super down on them. Uh, you yeah. told us that you were not going to watch. Um, they surprised us all. Did you end up watching on the flight? And were you surprised? Well, I wasn't going to watch in person. 
<laughs> because I flew away from the game rather than go down the street from my house to sit and watch it in person. Um, yeah, I was surprised. I mean, I was I was almost surprised in two ways. I mean, you know, they get the second big lead in four days. You know, 28-7 at Soldier Field against Denver blown. 27-3 against the Commanders nearly blown. And so, you know, part of me is like, my God. I mean, this guy's supposed to be a defensive coordinator, this head coach. What, what are we looking at? But, you know, they held on to it. Justin Fields, I mean, overwhelmingly. I mean, he had a couple of spots, the fumble six, you know, and the interception. Really, the fumble six was the play in a, a week ago Sunday against Denver. But, I mean, overwhelmingly, 90% of what he did the last two weeks was as good as any quarterback in the league. And so now we start to look at how often can he produce that. Can he do that seven times in nine or ten weeks? Um, I hope. I mean, let's, let's see what Minnesota's got. If they're not going to have Jefferson, that certainly helps against the definitely the secondary of the Bears. But let's see. Let's see how often Justin Fields can produce this. I'm, I'm, I am rooting for him. I want to see the, the Bears win with him. I, I love Caleb Williams. I know him and his parents, his family. I root for him, but I'm not rooting for us to be able to draft him. I'm, well, I'm rooting for us to use those. If we get two high picks, then let's use them on – the Ohio State wide receiver whose dad is in the damn Hall of Fame and a left tackle. Yeah. Let's, let's lose, use him on that. But Mike, I'm not asking you to divulge any secrets, but do you believe that Caleb Williams, there's been a lot of talk, and I believe his father did an interview with, I don't know if it was GQ or, or a, a different publication, and talked about them having the leverage to possibly go back to school if they don't like the team that would have the number one overall selection. So let me just ask you kind of a generic question. Do you believe if we get to the draft next year, and he is obviously the number one selection, do you believe it's very likely that he will come out, or do you think there is a distinct possibility? I believe it's entirely likely he'll come out. Then you risk of going back. And Caleb, as great an athlete as he is, he's not John Elway and then he's got another sport he can go right. to. I mean, you know, John Elway, you know, obviously could, could play baseball and was drafted to do that. Um, I, I don't – I have not had that conversation specifically, you know, with his dad. I mean, just haven't. I just haven't. I haven't seen any need to have the conversation. Um, I don't – I just – I have a hard time believing that that's part of too. the deal. I do too. This kid is – he's a – Obviously, people see what great what a great player he is. I know what a great kid he is, and so that's that's all I'm going on. Would I be happy to run any team to draft a Caleb Williams? Damn right, I would be. But I also feel that way about Justin Fields, and that's why I'm rooting for Justin Fields to get this done, and that's not to have to go back that route again two three years later. Well, I, I I know we wanted to get you on, and we missed each other on Friday. Um, tell us about your love for Dick Butkus. And then also, like, we also had a fun, like, we've had fun stories, too. Like, for instance, Rick Sutcliffe called us and told us a story that uh, Dick Butkus used to like playing fart pranks on, on people, including Mayor Daly. So, like, you that's, used to tell cool. us that you, you would always butt-dial Dick Butkus. So, I like, would butt-dial him, and this went on for a while. And I would be mortified. You know, you wake up, you look at your recent call in and out. And it says, like, you know, Dick's phone number, and it says, you know, 2.30 a.m. I'm like, oh, my God. I am dialing the meanest person in the world <laughs> at, six, at, at 2 in the morning. And, of course, Dick is not that. He's the toughest person in the world. He was never mean. 
But it was just funny. One, I do get a call back one night after I'd done this a half dozen times. I'm in the car, and I got Matthew in the car with me. He's a little kid. He's like know, four or five years old. And it's Dick. And he's like, well, Bob, what are you doing butt dialing me? That's like four nights in a row. And I'm like, I'm terrified. Big buckets. <laughs> and so buckets. But then he starts the maniacal laugh. And he just, he loved that. He just was so funny. And he cared about funny things. And he was self-deprecating. Um, and, you know, I apologized profusely. He said, stop, stop apologizing. Stop. And then we talk about Chicago stuff. Like, we talk about the Bears, but we also talk about the Bulls. And we talk about, he wanted to know if Derrick Rose was, you know, he, he watched Derrick Rose from California on television. He wanted to know if Derrick Rose was tough. Like, is this Derrick Rose? Is he tough? Is he tough like you got to be from when you're from the South Side? That mattered to him for real, in real life. It was so cool that that mattered to him. And so, yeah, I mean, we talk about all kinds of stuff. CBS High School, where he went to high school, which is where my college girlfriend went to high school. I mean, we, we talked about all kinds of stuff, and Buckus was, he was just funny and zany, and, you know, after the first conversation with him, you're no longer terrified, even though you're butt dialing him and maybe waking him up in California. It was just funny. He asked me about Matthew and subsequent calls. And it's just, you know, to get to be around him, and, and physically not much. It was the phone call with him, and then physically around Gail Sayers. You know, it's like I feel like I'm the luckiest kid to ever grow up in Chicago with that. You know, I said I said uh, a while ago, Mike, that you know, like today, you could say that that Patrick Mahomes is the face of the NFL. Could you have said back in in Dick Buckus's time, because of the nature of how the game was played, that maybe Dick Buckus was the face of the NFL or one of the couple faces of the you NFL know, in his era? I mean, we're talking sixty-five to seventy-one, two, without getting in a playoff. So nationally, people just had NFL films on one game, right? Right. And so, you know, I don't, I'd stop short of that. I mean, I don't know that there was a face. I mean, pro football wasn't nearly as popular when Dick played as Major League Baseball or fighting, boxing. I mean, the heavyweight champion of the world was so much more popular. I mean, you know, was the most famous person in the world, Muhammad Ali was. Right. And so I don't know that he and Gail, you know, Brian Song did a lot for Gail Sayers in that regard, and then people thought he was Billy D. Williams. They didn't know what Gail Sayers' face looked like. Um, but it wasn't, you know, we got to remember, pro football didn't occupy the place in American culture that it does now. And now, I mean, Dick was as celebrated. All the offensive players, were. every quarterback wasn't celebrated. I mean, Dick was so unique. He was celebrated way more than a lot of quarterbacks. Um, and then, yes, there was Starback and Tarkenton. There were people that, that mattered like that Namath. Bart Starr, maybe, because the Packers, the, the face of the franchise was Lombardi. Um, but, but, man, he was, to be a linebacker. Right. Uh, to me, he and Lawrence Taylor are the gold standard for linebacker. I mean, I... Those were the two people that I think of. You talk about linebackers in my lifetime of watching pro football. Who are the most important linebackers in your whole life? Uh, with apologies to Nitschke, another Chicagoan from CBS in the South Side, and apologies to Mike Singletary and Jack Lambert. And you know, so many people with apologies to, I'm going to go Buckus and Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. 
Good Will choice. Bond, great stuff. We appreciate it. Have a great week, and uh, hopefully we're talking about another Bears win next week. Thanks, Mike. Can we beat the Vikings for God's Yes, we can. can. We, we can beat them. We can beat them. We can. Yes. We can beat them. Especially without Jefferson. All right, you guys. See ya. All right. Thanks, There's Mike. Michael Wilbon uh, each and every Wednesday a little earlier today. We'll talk to Eddie Olchek, who's doing tonight's Hawks game nationally, coming up at about 525 or so. Uh, I want to talk some baseball. I got an email from uh, Tom Ricketts. Not oh, me, personal not email. Not me personally. Yes, all of all Cubs right. fans got it. Did your mom get the same email? I think so. I think if you're on the Cubs mailing list, everyone got it. Wow, you're on the Cubs mailing uh, list? And what does it mean? I also, are you on the Cubs mailing list? No. Are you on the Reds mailing list? No. Are you on anyone's mailing list? I don't believe uh, so. No? All right. No. We're Waddle and Sylvie, and we're live at Twin Peaks in Warrenville. This is the Waddle and Sylvie Show. Live from Twin Peaks and Warrenville on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. AM, FM, and app. Having a great time at uh, Twin Peaks here. My pen ran out of ink. In uh, Warrenville. Someone came up to me with a, a, a real Bears helmet. Yeah. And uh, you had already signed it, and he said, Sylvie, can you sign it? And I'm like, you want me to sign this? Yeah. Like a bear, it's a bear's helmet. I can't, like. What did you want, did, where'd you want to sign? You want to sign his chest, or what? what is, no, I know, no, I don't want to sign anybody's chest. I mean, like he asked you but, to sign but his it's helmet. But it's a bear's helmet. helmet. I it's mean, his helmet. Sign it. I know. It. If he told I, you he, wanted, he like, wanted you to sign his Cadillac, go out and sign, sign his it's Cadillac. It's like that's a place. Like that's a, that's not a – I just feel like I'll sign anything, but that's not a place for me. That's a place for you. Well, That's a place for Mongo. That's a place for McMahon. That's a place for Hampton. Okay, let me ask you a question. Have you ever signed a Cubs hat? What's that? Have you ever signed a Cubs hat? Like I, I always – Ask people that too. I say, "Are you sure you want me to sign? You want me to sign the underneath part?" Yeah, I wouldn't have. Just they want your signature. So if they didn't want your signature, they wouldn't ask for it. I think you need to get over that. You know what they call it? Uh, I just used this word too recently. Soiling their their property. No, when I sign their hat, what? it's called an ass hat. That's fair. That's good. That's, that's good. I like it. <laughs> it is an ass, now it's an ass hat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it would be an ass hat if you signed it and kept it. <laughs> it's still their hat, so it's not. They're not an ass. So come on out, whatever you want. Yeah, come on out. Yeah, we got. Sylvia will sign whatever you have. Yeah, yeah. Bring your children. Bring your vehicles. Bring anything you have. Sylvia will sign it. Bring your children yeah. and vehicles. Somebody asked me to sign their baby one time in training camp. Did they? Yes. Like the but the sign my baby. But but their their um the clothing on their baby. No, sign my baby. Not the skin. I did not sign the baby, but they wanted us to sign the child. Jerry Jones recently signed a baby. That's did you crazy. see this when he was no. uh they handed him the baby, but they wanted him to sign the jersey that the baby was wearing, not the actual baby, not like the face of the baby. Or anything like the well, skin of the baby. Well, I wasn't asked to sign the face of the baby, but they wanted us to sign, like, the the belly of the baby. Okay. And I was like, no, I'm not, not going to the, sign No, it. don't then. I'm not going to sign right. your baby. And the next thing you know, they have ink poisoning, yeah. and then you hear something tragic happen, and then, and then you read in the paper, Tom Waddle kills baby. That's a, a bridge too far, but, like, I, I just didn't want to sign the child's skin. I mean, it's a good I've been asked by you. to sign a lot of stuff, and there are certain things, to your point, that I won't sign, but 
a helmet. I don't think it's out of line for you to sign somebody's helmet. All right, three one two three three two three seven seven six. I got some fun stuff here. I wanted to play you a James. Fra- did you hear the James Franklin bite? I did. I thought he uh, got a little too coachy. That's what I wanted to ask you. Okay, so I'll, we'll do that next. Did James Franklin go too far, or was the question dumb? I want to. Well, let's play that game next. I want to read you what Tom Ricketts had to say. Does this mean that Tom Ricketts is ready to spend his cash? And then Eddie Olchek is going to join us to talk some Bedard and some Blackhawks. He's got tonight's game. So we've got a a power-packed 5 o'clock hour. We're live at Twin Peaks in Warrenville. Come on out and see us. We've got a full hour left.